This is episode 74 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. So we've got Kara and Josh here and then DJ will be here in a minute. Oh, and yeah, today Tim talks with his team about their first month in the paper trading challenge. And guess what? One of them turned $30,000 into over $1 million in this first month. Who was it? How did they do it? Maybe it was a glitch. Maybe it was God. Maybe it was both. Listen in to find out. Just remember, this is paper trading. It's practice. It's pretend. The strategy doesn't work in the real world, but there are still lessons to be learned from it. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to get a get you an update on the paper trading challenge. You know, we've uh, if you haven't listened to some of the past episodes, you might not know. If this is your first one, you can kind of jump back in the catalog. But uh, currently, as of fall and I guess more winter 2018. Um, we've had this face-off challenge where we took auditions at the conference in Orlando, narrowed that down to six participants, three on each team, three with Steven, three with, three with me, and we're kind of going to work through this as, as basically a reality show type segment. Now, um, we're, we're pretty much at the time of recording, we're basically one month in. Uh, we're recording this on the 27th of November. Um, so we're just a few days from the end of November and, uh, you know, I've been very impressed with what my team members have done. Going to kind of get an update from them today. We we're starting out, um, DJ, DJ is, uh, stuck in traffic, but he'll be here in a minute, but, uh, it's, it's been pretty wild to see these guys do well over the last month with, you know, I have to admit, and I kind of did this on purpose, but I also was very busy. We, um, Stocks of Trade, I, I represented us at the Trader Expo in Las Vegas a week or so ago. Had another travel engagement before that. Plus, with what I do at Stocks of Trade Pro, you know, I do twice daily webinars every day, plus the podcast, plus a watch list, plus a lot of stuff. So stay very busy, but the point is, I also wanted to see, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't looking to get blood out of a stone. Um, I wanted to see, especially this first month, you know, would my team members step up, you know, show up every day, which they have, which I was damn impressed because, you know, you get, you get random people on the internet and sometimes they just disappear. Um, I really wanted to see if they were committed. I really wanted to see what their style was and if they could be successful with the skill set that they had and kind of prove themselves across this first month. And I think all three have done that um, with, you know, a couple of incredible results. So we're going to kind of get that first month update from all three of them as we kind of work through this. And also, you know, if you, if you haven't listened to it yet last week's or a couple weeks ago, depending on when this air was this episode with Steven. Now also one thing I would like to let you know, um, we recently did a 14-part episode or series on Tim Sykes' Trader Checklist. And just as an FYI, many, many, many times in that 14-episode series, I talked about Trader Checklist being free. Um, just as an FYI, that is no longer the case. Um, that is, it's, it's a great program. We break it all down in those episodes. Stephen and I kind of give our input on it. But 
just in case you were wondering, if you've listened to those episodes and you can't find it for free anymore, that was by design. They, they, Tim has di- basically decided that, that it's a good enough program, that there's valuable content there, that there's no need to give it away anymore. So it's now as a, it's part of the Tim Sykes Millionaire Challenge. So if you listen to those episodes and you like what Stephen and I have to say about that series, definitely check out Tim Sykes Millionaire Challenge. You get access to that program as part of it. So let's get kind of started here. We've got two, uh, we've got Kara and Josh, Kara. Kara. I, I screw it up every, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, it's like saying paper trading challenge. I screw it up every time, even though every time Glenny, the producer gave me a mnemonic device, he's like, Kara, like she cares. And I say that in my head and I still say Kara. But anyway, so we've got Kara and Josh here, and then DJ will be here in a minute. Oh, and one more thing. As we talk about, and you know, I'm kind of really dragging out this introduction here, but um, as we talk about this month's results, remember, we started out, all three participants started out with $30,000 in paper money, so they were above the PDT. Now, is Steven's team has kind of, uh, so a couple members have found a way to kind of gamify or, or game the system. And, and, you know, actually Josh had mentioned he was kind of over trading a little bit because of the fact that he didn't have to think about the PDT. So what we're going to do in typical reality show fashion is we're actually going to change the rules uh, next month. So this month was 30,000 of, tra- of, of trading capital, so all, all the participants were over the PDT. They could trade freely in and out. No implications of that PDT, the, the three round trips in a rolling five-day period. Next month, we're going to 1,500. So we're basically going to see if they can emulate the Tim Sykes model. You know, when Tim Sykes started out, he was at 1,500. I think Tim Grattani, or well, no, Sykes started out at 12,000. Tim Grattani started out at 1,500. And, you know, Tim Grattani might be the most successful penny stock trader ever. He started out with 15. So in December, we're going to go back to 1500 and enforce the PDT. I'm sure all of the team members are probably furious at this point, but I like it. I like, I like moving the goalposts, making it harder and seeing where the chips fall. So that being said, DJ is here. We'll get started. Um, Kara, why don't you just kind of give us an update? What I'd like to do is get a, a quick update where each of you are at, and then we'll just kind of start the discussion. So, Kara, why don't you start? Okay, so first thing I want to say is I give glory to God because um, you really weren't a part of our of our decision-making at first, which is, I think it's a good thing because it kind of makes you have to, like, study a little bit more and, like, really learn how stocks to trade works and everything like that. So, um, like, the first week... I was a bit, I didn't know what to do. And so I was just like, God, you have to help me. And like, he's been faithful ever since. Um, So I'm going to tell you how much I made or how much I have total. I have $1,143,745 in (laughs) 63 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So you had mentioned you'd sent me a video yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so let's back up. So this is interesting. Where were you roughly like Friday? Friday I was at, uh, I think 
46,000. Okay. Okay. So still a killer, uh, killer results. I mean, that's almost, I mean, that's basically 50% gain. So fill me in. What, what happened with, how how did you end up with a million dollars? What happened here? Okay. So yesterday stocks are trade glitched a little bit. So I wasn't able to get out of these two stocks. I found two stocks that mimic each other. Exactly. And it's, um, should I tell the stock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely. So it's MU and AMD. They're both the Bitcoin type um, issue. Like they're the semiconductor type stocks. So there is bad news. So that Monday, it was like a, the perfect short sell. Because generally with AMD, if there's no good news, it's going to be a short on Monday. Um, and then the next day it rises. It's usually green day. Yep. So um, I was looking at the stock and I saw like, Okay, I knew it was gonna it was gonna be a short. I was like, well, one, it's you know the weekend play. Two, the long term chart, the year to date chart, looked like it was heading down downward. And then three, there was no good news on it. Like it moves with the news. And MU and AMD are both like neck and neck with what they do. So um, I wasn't, but. I like talked myself out of it and I ended up going long pre-market. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this is not going to work. Then I couldn't get out. So it dropped. And then, um, so I was like, okay, I was like really frustrated. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go short. Well, during that time I ended up losing money cause I wasn't patient. And God was telling me like, he's teaching me patience during this time. And I was just like, it was really like a rough start of a day. So I like, I just turned off my computer. I walked away and like, just calm down and like, let God tell me like, just calm down. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. And he was like, just go, go ahead, go back and watch what I do. So I go back and he's like, go ahead and short, short into this. So I short, but it's like, I, I, you know, it's funny. You know, and again, I, 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 I respect your faith, but I never thought of God as a short seller, but, but, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I, I thought God would be a little more positive, but, but go ahead. <laughs> well, so I go ahead and short into it and the stock starts right. Well, it doesn't rise at first. So it, it continues to fall. And it like, I end up in that point having up being up 10 K on MU and uh, which is that Friday I had, I had made almost three K on MU and then being up, 30k on AMD, but the, both of them follow each other. So they started to move upward and within my short sell. So I was able to get out of AMD making, I think, I think it was like 26k on AMD. But MU was just started headed up, headed up, and God was just like, be patient. I'm teaching you patience. <laughs> be patient. So I was in a position where I couldn't get out even if I wanted to get out. So I was just like, all right. I'm just going to trust you because he's been showing himself faithful before in trades, just like this kind of like weird situation. So I just let the stock go up. I saw that um, it was making this arc. It was like, it was heading upward, but it was making an arc. And so every point where it looked like it would be like the top of the arc, I added in because one, there's no good news. All the news is bad on this stock and these two stocks move with news. And even analysts have, you know, reviewed the stock. I like and- your due diligence, by the way. <laughs> no, I, li- I like, and I like that you found this repeating pattern, but, but go ahead. So, so and analysts have look at, looked at the stock and they're 
um, a lot of them said it was going to go down to seven, well, one guy, one analyst. Everyone else said it was going to go to 25, but that was before the news came out, like the bad news. Um, so I was like, okay, well, this is fine. So I was in MU, which is, uh, doesn't have as much volume as AMD, but still has really good volume. So as every time it got to like a higher bridge, higher set point, I, I doubled up because I was like, eventually it's going to come down. And when it comes down, I'm going to be able to gain. So I just doubled up every single time I saw it going higher. Like not just, not just going higher, but higher and like having a settled point, I would put more money in. So when it started to, started to break, um, you know, it wasn't just like a little bit um, I gained, but it was a lot. And so um, it took a long time for it to get from, I think it was like 36, 28 area down to like um, 36, even like 21. But I actually started gaining money when it had, when it hit uh, 36, like uh, 14, 13, 12. And I was like, you you kept, you kept raising your average. Yeah. And so I was like, God, I really want to get out of this. He was like, no, I told you to be patient. He was like, he was like, I'm going to, I'm not just going to, you're not just going to get a gain. I'm teaching you something in this because I want to bless you. So I was like, all right. So he said, go ahead and put in for third, like when it, when it hit like 36.03, he was like, go ahead and put 35.99. Which I is put a in- whole dollar, half dollar. I agree with God. Yep. yep. <laughs> I like that entry as an ad. Yep. <laughs> So I, well, I put in uh, 35.99 as my uh, buy to cover. And right when I put it in, the stock shot up opposite. And there, throughout the whole day that day, I would have not had a chance to get out of that at all. And like, um, he was like, he was like, I was like, I really want to get, when it, before when I was like, I really want to get out of it. He did, he, told, he said, just be glad I'm not telling you to get out at, uh, 35.47, which is where I had like put in my bottom entry for the short sell. And so I was like, all right. And actually didn't even reach three, uh, 5.47 until pre-market today. Okay. So, so like right when I, I got in, it went down one more to, I think it was like three, five point nine eight. Yep. And then it just shot up and I, I made it like, it's him. Like he has the perfect exits. And <laughs> if you look, if you look at my other videos, you would see perfect exits on basically all of them. And it's not me. So, yeah. So, so, um, so I guess, uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll make sure to watch yesterday's video. So I like that. I, you know, I, now I'm not, I'm not real fond of God telling you to adding to a loser on a short, but it was, if you look at the chart on that day, you would have added in too. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So. How many shares are we talking? Um, it's like seven point two million. <laughs> but how? So how do you have that much buying power? So I, short or stocks to trade gives you that much. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we'll 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 work through this in the future. As, but as we, okay, now I get it. Okay, now I get it. Okay, so must be you. Anyway, we'll we'll figure that out. So I, I think I think maybe we had some sort of glitch there where it's giving you way too much buying power. So unlimited short. Yeah, exactly. So so, <laughs> but uh, but Josh, so so where are you at, Josh? And kind of give us give me an update there. So uh, I'm not having that much success. Uh, not like uh, Kara or Kara. I'm sorry. 
Kara. Um, Kara, you had it right. <laughs> Uh, I'm down, I believe I'm down about $800. Uh, so I'm at like 29 two. I uh, just been kind of just, again, even, you know, um, at first, you know, I've had that little, um, that little, um, how do you say, um, uh, account mentality. And which we kind of talked about a little bit yeah. in the beginning, you know, one, one thing that, that Josh, I, I think, you know, and again, I, as I mentioned, I haven't had time to coach these guys much this, this month. But one thing I did talk to Josh about was, you know, he was kind of going into this with small shares, looking at small moves because he's used to trading with his, with his real account, which is a small account. And it's like, well, part of the paper trading challenge is you got more buying power. You can be a little more aggressive too. So, yep, exactly. And, uh, so I, I started doing that. Uh, I caught myself trading, uh, higher price stocks, uh, really wasn't used to that price action. Uh, but again, I've just been kind of 50, 50 with everything. Uh, I've definitely have more losers than winners, but my winners have been either just as much as my losers or right, so I've been, I've been about even, um, it's nothing, nothing like Hera. Um, but again, I have started, you know, I've caught myself starting to, um, being a being a stock and doing about seven, eight, ten trades on that one stock, just kind of in and out, in and out, real quick. Uh, definitely doing some scalping. Not my forte. Not what I've been doing for the past year. Which I don't think you know. In my opinion, is you know, being a scalper is a very you know. There, in my opinion, most people that try and scalp have similar results they small wins small losses small wins small losses and at the end of the day or the end of the month you're looking at that break-even type day so or break-even month which is kind of what you're looking at exactly and uh, i've been looking for more um i've been more short bias just because um i don't have to find shares to short Uh, i can pretty much short whatever i want and i've been kind of catching myself where like i'll take a big position size um where i think a short should be and if you know, a couple cents above it breaks out, cut it real quick. Um, it's just because that's just, it's so easy to do that. Well, but and that's in reality, I know you can't do that, but, but that's, that's good technique. I mean, you know, it's, it's again, especially if you're, if it's the big flyers of the day, if it's like, you know, today, if it's ANY or ASNS, I mean, you have to cut those short, you know, ASNS just, you know, spiked 50 cents in a few yep. minutes a, a little while ago. So you have to have that that type of sniper mentality. Yep. And I've been watching any today, uh, A and Y and you know, I've been watching a lot of videos on uh, like, like volume exhaustion. And uh, of course at the, you know, 1130, I was looking at it and I saw the volume pop up and I saw that big red candle next to that uh, green candle. I was like, Oh, you know, it looks like it's kind of, you know, um, it's hitting uh, yesterday's top resistance basically. And I was kind of, you know, I was going to use that as, uh, as resistance, but, and, uh, you know, I'm still gun shy, um, especially with these short, you know, shorting these low flow stocks, uh, definitely still very, um, well, I, you know, one thing I appreciate, Josh, is I, I appreciate you treating, you know, again, you're, you're treating this quote unquote real. And I, and I really appreciate that. I mean, you're, you're, you're cutting everything maybe in, in my opinion, maybe too quickly mm-hmm. for this reality show type setup. Um, but I really, really appreciate you. 
I mean, you're treating this like it's your 30 K like it's like it's real. And I, and I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that could be either a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not too sure in this, uh, in this competition. Right. Again. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, keep my good, you know, keep good habits. Um, and just trying to work on, uh, you know, entries and exits are my biggest thing right now is uh, what I'm definitely trying to work on, you know, sure at the top, not buying at the top and vice versa. So that's sure. basically what I've been trying to do. And I just, you know, again, been half and half uh, with my results. Now, do you feel like, you know, again, by being, you know, showing up every day and you've been there basically every day, do you think that, I mean, have you, have you kind of learned and grown through this last month? Even again, with obviously limited input from me, but. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I have. Um, I feel like I've been, uh, taking more trades than what I wouldn't have. So I'm, you know, I'm trying new things, you know, it's, it's kind of hard with, uh, your own money, um, saying, Hey, you know, if the stock hits this point, I'm going to buy in or I'm going to short. Um, and I would always kind of get scared. And, um, with this, it gives me the opportunity to kind of test my high, you know, my, um, hypothesis and see if that's a good spot to, you know, enter. And, um, I, I've definitely been learning a lot. I've been pretty busy with work this past month. Um, so it's, it's been hard to kind of really keep track of the, uh, you know, what's exactly been going on, but I know this, uh, this market has been kind of bad. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, you know, we've seen some great results on our team and Steven's team and which I was actually surprised. I mean, I've been looking, you know, this, you know, if you're an active day trader and you're watching this podcast, you're, you might be nodding your head. I mean, November has been kind of aggravating for lack of a better term. I mean, there's, there's always a trade, there's always opportunity, but it's been choppy for sure. So, but I mean, that's a, you know, what I love Josh, you know, win, lose, or draw in this competition. I want, you know, and all, you know, I'll, I'll, as we proceed through this, I'll probably, I'm sure I'll talk plenty of smack about Steven's team, (laughs) but you know, I want everyone to succeed. I mean, I, I mean, there's 8 billion people on the planet. I want all 8 billion people to do well. And, you know, if you can, you know, again, as we work through this con- competition, win, lose, or draw, if you grow and learn and enjoy it, that's, that's really what I hope for. So, so DJ Dini, what's, uh, what's your update? Give me a total and then let's kind of talk about where you're at and what's, what's been working for you. Um, we talked a little bit last week, you know, DJ trades a lot of my types of setups, which warms my heart. So. <laughs> yeah, today uh, I crossed over the uh, $19,000 barrier. So now I'm at uh, 49K. Uh, I saw the, the podcast with Steven's team with uh, – Lisa saying she was over 18K and that was... Which, that, that was a point I wanted to bring up. That, that's just like, it reminds me of like, you know, revenge trading, which is always a terrible thing to do. Like if you lose big in the morning, then you want to like revenge trade in the afternoon. So DJ emailed me. He's like, hey, I'm looking good. I'm happy with my results. I'm going to take the last week off so that I don't give back some profits. And then he emails me today and he's like, I saw... uh uh, uh <laughs> Liz's results and I went right back in because I wanted to beat her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm just like ultra competitive. So when I when I see stuff like that, I got to I got to go for it. Like second place just doesn't really uh, a realistic option for me. So <laughs> I, I I saw the 18, I was like, "All right, I got 2 days. 
let's get there. And, uh, you know, today I was trading ANY uh, and TSRO. Yesterday I was trading ANY. ANY and TSRO have been my two favorites last two days. Yep. So. Yeah. And uh, I hit some, some shorts right before they popped up. And yesterday I hit ANY uh, right as it took that big break into VWAP and went under. Uh, oh, is, late, late day when it crashed yeah. late day. Yep, yep, yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's generally the setups I've been, I've been playing anyway. I love, especially on something like ANY, you know, again, as the listeners, you'll bring up the chart last week of November, um, ANY has been a huge ripper, but especially yesterday would have been the 26th, just kept squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. And then late day, I mean, the air came out, it dropped VWAP and it dropped like a dollar in a couple minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When it, when it uh, got down to VWAP, I wasn't sure if it was going to bounce or not. So I took off most of my position. But then I saw it start to, to drop again. So I added in and caught another move on the way down under VWAP. So that's, that's been the main thing that's been working for me is... Uh, that's what I was going to ask. So, so what's kind of been your, what's been your best setup and then kind of what hasn't been working? So there, there's been a couple where, uh, I saw it was, where I saw stocks were gapping up in the morning. And uh, depending on what the previous action had been, like if it had been a stock that had been doing nothing for like three months and it had this big gap up, uh, you know, it's a pattern from uh, Stephen Dux's DVD that says, you know, chances are it's probably going to go down. So I hit a couple of those. Yeah, that's, that's you know, um, uh, actually in Stocks to Trade Pro, I did a webinar, you know, it's like there's a lot of different names for it, but it's like, I mean, I call it, you know, and this is obviously isn't my term, but that basically dead cat bounce short. Right. When you've got that, just death chart that's just down, down, down. And then you get this random pop. I mean, odds are there's a very good odds. It's going to fade back. And that's what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, And that, that worked for me a couple times this month. Um, Definitely a lot of uh, late day bounces off of VWAP, whether it's uh, bouncing to the bottom of VWAP and continuing to go down or bouncing off the top of the VWAP and going up. That's been working a lot. And, um, those, those have been the main ones that have been working for me. I've yeah, been I love, you know, especially if you're, if you, you know, if you're a new trader listening to this, I talk about it all the time. I mean that, that over under VWAP late day on the big movers of the day. I mean, it's not, I mean, obviously it's not going to work every time, but you get those big movers that bounce off VWAP, you know, later post 2 PM or fail VWAP. I mean, those are very consistent. You know, the bounce off VWAP is a buy, and then that fail on VWAP is a short. I mean, those are very consistent setups. Doesn't mean they work all the time, but it's something you should definitely be looking at. If you're trying to find, you know, you hear Steven and I talking about find your pattern, that's something to definitely look at. And, and you know, for me, especially when I was a part-time trader, I could only really kind of focus in the morning and the afternoon. A lot of my trades were I, or, or setups would be, I'd be watching in the morning, see what the big gainers were, kind of form a bias long or short, write them down, put them on my note cards, and then come back 2 p.m., around 2 p.m., and see which ones were breaking down or which ones were bouncing off the U.S. So. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that I uh... – the strategy that's been kind of like the, the scariest for me is the, the top hunting uh, on things that are running during the day. Um, I actually have my own personal schedule that kind of works with that because uh, I, 
unless it's something that's like gapping up out of nowhere and whatever first thing in the morning, I try to avoid shorting first thing. But, you know, I bring my son to school at eight o'clock West Coast time. And then when I come back, it's about nine o'clock. And so then I start looking for things that have been running and might possibly be breaking. And that, that's been working for me, not as well as some of the bounces, but when it works, it works well. Which is, you know, another, I, I talk about all the time, especially if you're new, that midday window, some of the, I mean, some of the best things to do midday is just, is just leave, do other things, take care of your job, take your son to school, whatever, and then kind of come back late day or, or in the afternoon and kind of see where things are trending, whether they're trending up or down. So. Yeah. Um, so I was going to, what else? Oh, oh, so what, uh, you know, what kind of hasn't been working? Is there, is there a specific kind of setup or, or, or trade that hasn't been working or, or is it just, you know, or, or is it just kind of a lot of little things? Well, my, my, um, my main losses have come from revenge trading. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, like if something goes wrong in the morning and then I, I size up and I size up. And then that, and they're that's done that. Yep. my big loss days have been from revenge trading. And uh, I'm fully conscious of it when I'm doing it and I'll see it start to curl up and I just, I just don't cut, you know? And uh, that, that's when I've had my, my biggest losses. Okay. So, um, well, thank you. So what, what I want to do is that that's kind of the update. And then I want to kind of get your thoughts on what you think. Uh, so what I want to do is work back through everybody and your thoughts on what you think about us changing the rules. DJ, I don't know if you, you, you came in a little late. I got We're going to change the rules next month. We're going to, we're going to put you back to 1500, um, put you under the PDT, um, no more of these $5,000 gains or $1 million gains. Now you're going to be hunting for $50 gains, $150 gains. But I think that, you know, I, I, you know, obviously maybe it's me being like this cruel taskmaster, but I kind of like the idea of moving things around and, and making you do different things, part of the fun. And I think, you know, I think it's, it's realistic. A, a lot of our listeners you know, have small accounts and I'm sure they would be, they're probably like, well, geez, maybe if I had a $30,000 account, I could turn it into a $40,000 account just like these guys are, which I don't think you could, you know, it's, it's not easy, but, uh, it's, I it's think I, harder than what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Carol, what do you think about going to a $1,500 account next month? And now you've got to, now you're going to be looking, you're going to be trading, you know, a hundred shares or 50 shares. What do you think about changing the rules on you? Um, I like it because um, I feel like it will help me learn more actually with that being a smaller account. And um, even though it'd be, I'd say, I think it would be more difficult, but I oh, think it will be. Uh, You'll be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also uh, just like a better, like another learning tool. Like, um, I think I'm going to learn a lot from it, and I hope people, if anyone's ever watching, that they'd learn from it too. Hopefully, it'll be um, something, you know, good. So, yeah, I, I like the idea. And and so, you know, again, just so you guys know, my plan is to be much more engaged as we move into this next month working with you guys. Um, I talked about it in the introduction. I kind of thought about it. I'm, I'm sure everybody's probably seen Fight Club, but I kind of thought about this as when Jared Leto was out on the step and Tyler Durden kept slamming the door in his face and he had to stay there 
and prove himself. You guys have all done that. You know, you've all showed up every day. You've all updated me every day. You guys have put in the effort and I really appreciate that. So Josh, what do you think about changing the rules? Uh, I think it's awesome. Actually. Um, again, I caught myself, um, doing a bunch of trades I would have never done if I was still under the PDT rule. Um, so I think it's good that, you know, I got a lot of trading out of the way, you know, kind of in and out real quick, um, got that out of my system. And now I could go back to being more disciplined and looking for those absolute perfect setups. Cause you know, we only have three day trades a week. So, um, I think that'll be good. Um, won't be scalping as much. And I think it'll make it more challenging for everybody. Cool. Awesome. I, DJ, can, I completely you... agree with it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, you don't I'm having... like it. I can tell you, you don't like it. I mean, I don't, but <laughs> you know, what can you do? I mean, I'll, I'll play by the rules, whatever they are. As long as, as long as it doesn't have the um, unlimited shorting ability. Yep. Like yep. this one did, you know? Yeah. We'll make sure that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I could tell you bristled at the idea, you know? <laughs> So, yes, I, I, I did bristle. Absolutely. <laughs> that is an accurate description of what's going on with me mentally. You know, I, 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 I was always, I, everybody knows I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, used to watch Fear Factor back in the day. So I kind of think about this as like, you know, when they, when they would get to the end of Fear Factor and they would have the crazy stunt and people would be like, oh no, you know. So that's what we're doing with you, putting you back to the 1500. So it's the yeah. oh no moment. So is it, um, is it 1500 or 15,000? 1500. Oh, so 1,500. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. 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 So again, you're going to be trading a hundred shares, 150 share. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe if you're trading 10 cent stocks, maybe you can trade a couple thousand shares, but no, you're going to be dialed okay. way back. Yep. yep, yep. So, From one uh, to the other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so we started out giving you free reign. You proved yourself for a month. Now we're going to, tighten the screws and make you really earn it so all right well hey guys that's, well that's not afraid of a 1500 dollars account and i'm not either so. <laughs> i like it yeah. I like if it. you turn that into a million <laughs> <laughs> well God guys you know um you know I, I you guys are all great you know i i i really appreciate all of you you i i, I love my team and uh you know i do apologize for being away a lot this month but Man, you guys, you guys proved yourself. You put in the work ethic, work ethic, and uh, you know, like I, I already said it a couple times. But man, win, lose, or draw, um, you guys, I, I really, really respect the work ethic and, and showing up every day. And I look forward to the next month. And uh, so, yeah, uh, as always, thanks for listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. Check us out at SteadyTrade.com. Check us out at StocksTrade.com. Be sure to listen to Stephen's team episode to see where he's at. And we will see you next time. We're inspired to vanquish. <laughs> Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City. And I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real, actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, 
give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh,